I need to remind you guys about my Patreon. If you head over to patreon.com forward slash FI guide, you can find the FIG Patreon where subscribers pay a monthly fee for early access, private and premium content, as well as access to the FIG Discord. £3, £5, £8 and £12 tiers, all with a 15% discount if you go for the yearly options and a load of people are enjoying it. Over 90 members so far and growing every week. Head over to patreon.com forward slash FI guide for more info. Here's the legal stuff from Football Index. FI is a gambling product available to customers in certain territories aged 18 or over. The content of this podcast has not been approved by Football Index, but they do listen to the show to keep me on my toes. Please remember to only gamble what you can afford to lose. BeGambleAware.org. And when the fun stops, stop. Back to Fitcast Extra, episode 51. As always, joined by Spotting Panda. How are you doing? How are you, Fig? Uh, whose entrance music is Chris that? Jericho's. Okay. Y2J's. People will know that. Okay. I'll fade that out now at the 16 second. I listen to a lot of Boston radio, right? And. Um, they, uh, da, 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 what was I going to say? They play a lot of songs, but I've noticed they always cut off at about 20 seconds. And I never picked that up in the past. Because I always thought, how have they got copyrights to all of these different songs? Like they were playing Eminem tracks uh, yesterday on their show. But again, I was timing it and it was 20 seconds. So it's quite interesting. So clearly there is a fair use and you can use anything as long as it's short. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm all right. How are you? Uh, I'm not too bad at all. Yeah, it's been a, a weird week. Why? I don't know. It's just been, I don't know, the foaling was, it ended so strangely. Um, I think it could have it, ended a lot stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean. guess so. I mean, mm. how much I've, I've heard a lot ended. worse. Have you? In a oh, phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to listen to, um... Well, I must profess I haven't listened to that much phone-in radio. So I'm a phone-in expert, and I used to listen to something uh, called The Human Zoo, which was on a Sunday night on talk radio. <laughs> I'll be interested to see if anyone's heard it. It was with a, uh, a presenter called Tommy Boyd, and they never screened the calls. So, But obviously on radio, you're six or seconds behind, so you can mute them if they swear or curse. But generally, it was lo- no screening or talking to anyone in advance. <laughs> and you could just... There was some real characters used to bring up that. It was just like let, letting steam off, just full of nutcases. <laughs> so I've kind of heard a lot worse. Oh, but, fair. Um, well, I've, yeah, got, that I've was... got an ingenious idea, actually, don't I? Uh, remind me? Well, I think what we should do is like a Royal Rumble. And what we do is we get three people on randomly. So you or I tweet out, we like, look, we, we want three people to come on the show, uh, like as in phone in guests, like come yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they come on and we pick three topics and they debate one of those topics. Yeah, I, I think... For three just, rounds. Yeah, they just arrive on and we just throw things in that we're going to do. It's like the weakest link, right? Yeah, even if it's something like military history or something, it doesn't even, whatever it is, whatever we discuss on this show, they just join in. And it'd yeah. be interesting to see how they get on and we'd score them and then they could get voted off each round. I think yeah, yeah, it wouldn't good. even have to be a debate. It would just be how good is your contribution? And then me yeah, exactly. and, me yeah, and you can, can you, decide after yes, each round. Yes, that's how we'd label it. Can you contribute to the show? Yeah. 
And if you can't contribute to that topic and give anything, then I'm afraid you have to walk. walk you the are plank. the weakest link. Yeah. And it's a bit like Around the Horn. That was a, sh- a North American, it still is like a magazine show. I think it's still on. And the presenter rewards, uh, awards points for debates and comments that the panel make. So mm. I think there's something in this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's something you, there. Have you ever heard of the Body World exhibition? No, I haven't. I think it's with a Dr. Gunther, someone or other. It's okay. where you, there's, bodies cut open and it was in Piccadilly a few years ago and you could go and visit it and look at organs and I've been reading back on my notes from the from the visit uh, this week and I've learned that 90% of serotonin which is a neurotransmitter responsible for our mental health and well-being is uh, found in the gut it's produced there so it just shows how important food is to your mood mm-hmm. and I'm now reaching out to people and encouraging them to try and eat more fermented foods and let's all improve our mental health and well-being. Because fermented foods like kefir, kimchi, uh, sauerkraut, they do wonders for our gut, our wow. gut health, and that leads to serotonin. So well, that's basically how I spent my week. I've been uh, perfecting my diet. So when you next see me <laughs> in the summer, I think you're going to say like, God, you're back, you're back to your best. <laughs> so there well, we I go. haven't really known you at your best though. No, you haven't, to be fair. No, I haven't been at my best for about two and a half years. So, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have known me before that. But with this new diet, some turmeric, which is an anti-inflammatory, um, I've got the whole list in front of me here. So, obviously, I'm not going to give away every trick of the trade. If people want to know, they can DM me, and I shall respond at my leisure. <laughs> Le- leisure, as they leisure? say. Leisure? Well, it's le- no, it's leisure, but people say leisure, don't they? What, like posh, the posh people? I think so, yeah. yeah. Is it's it like, like people say issue? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's those, exactly. It? It's, that, yeah, tissue. Tis, tis tissue. Yeah, they say that some people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so diet and food is taking up the majority of my week and studying that. Um, but and felines, that, apparently. Well, I, I, that's another look. <laughs> felines and weather radars are uh, for a, a project which is running behind the scenes, and you know we'll, we'll see how that comes out in the wash. Um, are you a fan of? <laughs> Are you a fan of felines? I must say I'm, I'm more of a dog person, but I don't. Oh. I wouldn't classify myself as a dog person. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never used to be till I got one. Um, oh, t- he is really enjoying bone broth. And this okay. is another thing, just to circle back. I'm going to make you some. I've ordered some organic bones from my local farm, and I'm going to uh-huh. boil them overnight for 24 hours. I'm going to scoop out the marrow, and I'm going to put it in a jar, and I'm going to add it to some of your dishes. It's very, very good for your gut. You're going to add it to some of my dishes? Yes, I'm going to pop it over for you. <laughs> um, You're going to send gonna... by parcel bone marrow? Yes, through the post. Yeah. So don't be alarmed when it arrives. It's going to be in a glass jar and it's going to be Panda's special bone marrow. Yeah. <laughs> very, bone broth is, I mean, I could drink it all day. Is that, is that, is that going to become a side hustle? <laughs> yeah. But, kind of like think... when uh, Uncle Rich started making hand sanitizer. Yeah, hand sanitizer and model airplanes. Well, his <laughs> nephew is going into bone broth. So if anyone, again, does want Panda special bone broth, um, <laughs> let me know. So, yeah. But back to, yeah, felines. Um, yeah, I mean, look, ultimately, at the end of the day, the cat sat on the mat and that's, it's factual, isn't it? And we'll see, you know, over the next week how that develops. Uh, I, I, I don't even know what that means. I well, don't even know what that means. 
Can I just say as well, so you know when I was like, oh, I need to bring something new to 2021, and I was like, I'm going to bring like a fig stat or fig fact of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I obviously didn't do it last week. (laughs) So I only held up my end of the bargain one week, and someone messaged me like, what happened? It's very difficult to to keep bringing new ideas. I do have one, though. I've got a fact. Tell me me this week. So did you know that male ducks don't quack? So No, I didn't know that. And and how would they attract female mates? I don't know, but male ducks do not quack. Apparently, yeah, yeah, that's a slight oddity. Isn't that's it? very weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know quite what to say about that. I feel like you do most times when I offer stuff. Like it's very hard to respond to this. Really, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, like, you like, just oh. have to sort of just like accept it and move on. <laughs> like it is quite difficult. When, I never realised how hard your job was until I've just heard that stat and fact. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so do we, we, do, we let, do we let the cat out of the bag? What the cat in the mat is? Because I think there's been a few worried, worried, worrisome rumours around. I don't know why. I I wouldn't let that concern people. I mean, if you people want to discuss, so, must be so bored. Who must be? Everyone. Well, I must be as well. Things I'm up to. I mean, weather radar, yeah. meteorologists, cat sitting on mats. I'm staying up all night to watch cricket. I mean, I've I've lost my head too. So <laughs> we're all in the same boat together. No, the, this cat and the mat, at the moment, it's on the mat. As soon as, all I'll say to people is as soon as the cat leaves the mat, I will tweet. And I don't <laughs> want to go further than that at this stage. What does that even mean? Listen, I can't give away everything to you all the time. I've looked, the cat is on the mat, it's stationary, it's alive, it's breathing. When he leaves the mat, You'll be the first to know, and right. then others will be. Right? But he's All on right. the mat. All right. That's done. All right. Good. I mean, listen, I I have no idea what to say to that. Okay. Good. Well, did let's you mo- did you did you watch any football recently, or you've been concentrating Look, want, mostly on cricket? I want to talk about a couple of things here. I want to talk two minutes about cricket because I want to bring those questions forward, and I want to get into the Premier League with you. Right. So, in terms of cricket, we've got a few questions here. People will know I've absolutely adored the Australia versus India series, uh, four Test matches. And for you, Fig, who's not a massive cricket fan, India lost the first test match. Their captain returned to India. Um, They, throughout the series, lost eight of their best players. So India basically played with the B team and they beat Australia in Australia. And in the matches, they were quite behind the eight ball. So it was probably one of the great sporting achievements I've ever seen. There's a couple of questions. Is it the best cricket series I've ever seen? Um, It's not in terms of quality of cricket i still think the 2005 ashes was a higher quality of cricket but as a sporting achievement this is arguably probably top five i've seen in the last 20 to 25 years so it was some spectacle yeah so that's why i was tweeting a lot about it and i was quite excited and that cuts a couple of questions off at the back end of the podcast <laughs> yeah sorry about, sorry you off you go yeah, done. so you can You're you done. can go now. You can Especially stop listening FI now. Especially Potter, people out there. Yeah, so you can go. So I've been, I've, I've got my circadian rhythm back to the UK GMT Greenwich Mean Time. Um, but that's cricket chat. We haven't got cricket index. We've got football index. So yes, we do. Premier League. What I wanted to do today was I just wanted to run through, like almost pick out the top eight teams in England, and just get your thoughts on them and where okay. things are from a narrative perspective. So Arsenal don't quite make it. We can do them. But like for me, right, I, I had a bet on Liverpool to beat United on Sunday. Yes. Um, for various you reasons. You like, your wits against me, actually, didn't you? Yeah, we were on opposite, equal and opposite sides of that. So um, that was a lost bet for me. And um, 
like to me that was a big moment in the season. It didn't remind me fully of City versus Leicester when Leicester beat them to go on to win the title. But I thought it was incredible that United went there, held on for a point, and actually had a couple of decent chances to win at the end yeah. because they weren't at their sharpest. Like no. you know, they've they you know there's some of the reasons behind their bet, but they played Burnley in the league, they played City Carabao Cup, and had an FA Cup game. They had a lot more miles in their legs than Liverpool. And Liverpool still couldn't score against them. And I want to ask you, really, I guess, a couple of questions on that. Number one, I know we've not seen always eye-to-eye on, on Oli and United, but hmm. are you impressed with the job Oli's done, in particular in terms of, like, Bay- Bailey, uh, Maguire, I think's had a decent season now, Pogba, how his man managed him. And do you think they are title threats, I guess? I think they are title challengers. I think they'll come top four. See, that's still not giving them much credit. Top four. Uh, no, I think I think they'll they'll be title challengers. I do think they've mm. got very lucky in the last two games. What, what do I don't you know mean by that? I, I, well, I just think like okay, I mean, so ha- Burnley away deflected goal wins the game, right? Mm. Fulham away, you've got a screamer from Pogba with a left foot, and then lots of cheeks. That is very microcosm nowism. Like they're, they're fourteen unbeaten away, so eventually, yeah. surely you have to stop saying that's lucky. Well, on the other flip side, you could also say that eventually their luck's going to run out. Maybe not in the waveform, but just generally. Hmm. Listen, I, I think, I think they're going to be up there. I think they're going to yeah. be up there, but I think they're going to be seven to nine points off the top. I think you have to look at when from Bruno's come in and they were one of the best teams in the country from January to June or July, whenever the yep. season finished. They started this season embarrassingly, and I think we all had a bit of a laugh at them because they got smashed by Spurs. Yep. They were really lucky to beat Brighton last minute. But I think if you look at the body of work now over, it's actually 13 months-ish, um, they've been a very, very good club team. And yeah. even in the Champions well, League, you know, they pushed PSG and Leipzig, who were finalists and semi-finalists last year. You know, I know they didn't go through, and look, Ollie's I don't perfect. think that's an impressive feat. Hmm, well, I, I, I don't. Th- oh, I think oh, they should have come second, especially in the position that they were in. Mm. I guess. The- look, there's the beauty of sport. We can look at everything. It's the game of opinions. I mean, so I don't think. So you're not that. Imp- you clearly. Not I'm. That I'm. With Ollie no, no. I'm quite. I'm quite bullish on United, but I do think that they are going to have some stumbles over the next four to seven, four to six, seven fixtures. Okay. How many points do they end up behind the title winners? I said seven to nine. Oh, sorry. I thought you said seven over the next nine. four to seven to nine weeks they were going to drop points. No, but seven so, to nine points, I think, off the top. Who I think which is incredible, isn't it? Over the last three years. Oh, yeah. That, I, the gap. Well, yeah. actually, so, so, so it be, project... be like five to seven, maybe. So, think... okay. So, bottom line, the project is moving in the right direction as far as you're concerned. I think it is, yes. Uh, but I do think that if I look at the way that they've run the the club um i don't think pop is going to stay eventually and they're probably going to lose him for that's not- long term i'm kind of yeah okay yeah but I'm, I'm just thinking i want to just be in the building. here and now what sure. we've seen in the last here, here, here and now i think they're they're doing quite well okay. um but okay. as i said i do think there is going to be some right okay kind fine. of like luck or regression uh okay, that goes fine. out the window for them um but if i just look at kind of like the longer term i just i don't know i think if you look at like fred Pogba, Bailey, Lindelof, well, and Bissaka. I think a lot of those players are playing really well. Uh, Luke Shaw, I, I think I tweeted for my personal account, I think he's best, been the best left back in the league this season. Um, I've got some hate for that for some reason, but obviously I'm right. Um, 
I think a lot of these players are playing out their skin. It kind, do you know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of the Pochettino Spurs side. Yeah. A little bit. I think there's a lot of quality. Maybe, yeah. I, I just think there's a lot of quality there. And um, there's is a lot there, of goals. Though, from, beyond, yeah, beyond I, I, Rashford, I just don't Pogba believe now. This, is, this has been, if you track back over 40 plus Premier League games, they've accumulated a hell of a lot of points. It's gone beyond a lucky run of games. Sure. and rubber the green that's my point i don't think there is look this isn't a vintage club team i just think that in the weird season we're in now and since bruno comes in like you know pogba's pick that different players are picking up the mantle at different times you know there's goals in midfield that pogba's coming through bruno that's the edge they think they've got over liverpool at the moment the goals in the team uh obviously liverpool haven't scored in four anyway that's united i want to ask you about man city in second place my takeaway is they are the class of the league. Diaz and Stones have come in. I think fantastic <sighs> the football index. Nine out of ten clean sheets. They're looking to. They're, they're clicking up front. They're playing really good football. Hard to see past them, isn't it? And I think a lot of attractive football index opportunities, player wise. I think they're going to win the league. Yeah. Um, they're quite lucky, I suppose, that KDB has gone out injured for these next three fixtures, which are Burnley, West Brom, and yeah, that will charge uh, him up, give him a rejuvenation. One other. Who is the other one? Burnley, West Brom and Sheffield United are the next mm. three. So you'd mm. expect nine mm. points. Yep. They've also, I think I'm right in saying, quite underperformed XG this season overall. Am I yeah, right? I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of that. You know, I was... I, I, I know. I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I guess it's better than just looking at goals conceded and four. So I'll grant you that. Yeah, fair, I, I think fair. that Chelsea game... It just felt like that was the moment. Yeah, I agree. As a narrative, like I'm big into narrative intangibles. Like there are certain fixtures. Like, I it think was just the United arrogance. I think that they played with that day. Where yeah, it was that, like... that fixture was quite telling for me. Just like United Liverpool was on Sunday. Um, and, and do you so... know what the the City Leicester uh, the City Villa game really reminded me of the City Leicester game when Vincent Company scored where they just hammered at the door for the whole game and then yeah. they got a goal. They got the yeah. big goal. And I love that they. How am I trying to say? It was controlled aggression and football. Like yeah. they never panicked. Like when I watched the fa- the infamous Inter versus Shakhtar game, which really wound me up. Uh, Conti <laughs> threw on Perisic. He threw on um, Alexis. Another. They ended up having four or five strikers occupying central positions. I know Perisic is a winger, but I hate it, when it looked panicked. It looked panicked and rushed. I, it's one of my pet hates in life. I, and the ball starts being lobbed into the box from worse and worse angles. They forget to mm. play. What I enjoyed about City last night was they kept playing their football. And um, yeah, they, they look a really, really good outfit. And Pep deserves a lot of credit. Now, whether the big challenge for them and where I'll judge Pep is, can they go further and not wet the bed in the Champions League? Because yeah. they just, you know, we know his, we've discussed that before, haven't we? His record in that. So, okay. So look, I think we're on the right lines there. City, City. United, cross, cross. Uh, Tell me about Leicester. I mean really really organized really well drilled they yeah. are very uh malleable i suppose to the opposition mm, mm, they really mm. do play against uh another team's weaknesses mm, and they and were I, they were so yeah. impressive yeah so impressive yeah. against chelsea and it i think so easy for them yeah it did it did and i think it's another footballing project which i'm enjoying the journey so yeah. what i mean by that is last season they were very, very good, probably until January, Feb, and then COVID hit lockdown and they just ran out of steam and they got some bad injuries and a red card to the centre back and they stumbled over the lot. Well, they blew top four, didn't they? And they were poor. Fresh season, 
they've got that bit between their teeth again and they're playing well again whether they can sustain it because they do put a lot of work in um and it's quite a packed fiction list that'll be the challenge for rogers but i enjoy them and yeah i think we're and again i, I like harvey barnes James loads of Madison. depth as well like yeah, better depth it does feel like this evans and fafana look fantastic together but then oh he's been a good got, signing for they've Farnham. got siunchu yeah, uh, they've yep, got yep. Ricardo Pereira that's just coming out. They've got Jenga yep. Sunder. Yep. They've got Dennis Pratt. Mm. Who mm. else have they got? Um, they've got the young left back. What's his yep. name? They've got Ayozi Perez on the wing. They've got Ian yeah, Nacho. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's some nice depth squad. there as well. Yeah, nice squad um, composition. And a few yeah, of those but- might go in the summer to get more minutes. But right now, that looks a very meaty, good squad where a lot of those fringe players would be uh, contended to start at other big clubs like yep. you know Siunchu walks into yep, yep. quite a lot of the big teams I think um, maybe apart from City and Liverpool but like I just yeah I think they they look good and they look like they have I don't know like they there was that kind of narrative of them being a lot better away from home than home against Chelsea and that was yeah. I think a lot of the reason why Chelsea were favourites but I just I think I, that was just big club mental I think that was naivety from the oh, but like, I, I, I couldn't I just, work that out I looked at the Chelsea lineup. Um, it's of, three eights, didn't they? In midfield, yeah, but no, no. But you had Kovacic at six, and then Havertz and Mount in front. And but he's not a natural six, is he? Really? Yeah, no, he's not. But you got him against Ndidi and Tielemans. And oh, Madison. it didn't look right to me. It just it looked off from the start, and uh, it yeah, it was really really horrible fit for them. So um, yeah, fair, okay. Uh, Liverpool. That's a weird one. They've not scored in four games. They've won one in about six away from home. The front three just aren't clicking, are they? No. No, no, no. Do you, do you expect them to win tonight and go on a bit of a run and kind of get that, get get it going? Because after tonight, they've actually got Spurs away, which is a really tough game. I expect and then West them to Ham win tonight. I expect them to win tonight. But I mean, that's not saying much at one to five. No. On, but I, I know, yeah. But but then again, it, it's not, you know, I've seen City draw with, uh, City drew with West, West Brom at home. Uh, Spurs drew with Fulham at home. There aren't, at, you know, there's no such thing as, a, as an absolute a gimme. lock. There's no gimmies these days. No, no, we no. no Arsenal so, dropped to Palace. Um, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, I don't think that quite counts. But yeah, as I say. Um, relegation battle, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, so Liverpool tonight, you expect. But then can they kick on and go and beat Spurs away, West Ham away? I mean, it's... I can't see them beating either of those two teams. <sighs> And I, I just didn't get the the narrative around going into the United Liverpool game. It was like, yeah, Liverpool will be up for it, blah blah blah. And I was just like, you're playing Henderson and Fabinho at centre back. Look, you're playing Shaqiri in central midfield. Mm, I just, mm. I just, there was nothing there where I was like, you can be as up for it as you want, but when the quality isn't there, the quality isn't there. Mm, and but- they were basically reliant on Thiago getting that quick, uh, you know, in-step pass into one of the front three and the front three doing it all for them. And it just didn't work because those front three are pretty off form. I thought the first 30 to 40 minutes, they did come out with uh, a plan and they did play quite well. But the front three, it just looks laboured at the moment. Like they're just not that chemistry between them which is weird because they played together for so long yeah. things just aren't quite dropping so Robertson looks like he slowed down a lot as well um, the second half of this first half of the season mm. and Trent mm. hasn't been at it all season oh, he's been shocking um, well he's been okay bits and pieces yeah um, okay uh, so Liverpool were kind of yeah I, I, I think, think they, they just look tired they look really drained like that front three look really tired I was really surprised that um, some of them didn't get a 
a rest at the FA Cup game. Yeah, that surprised me. Uh, but then again, it was like a training session because it was Villa kids, to be fair. So they probably yeah. thought, you know, it's like a half-paced game and a win is needed for confidence and they couldn't risk a bundle. Well, not that their, their second team had lost that. I, I thought when Origi came... a little bit as well. Uh, I think it's... Yeah, okay. Trying to um, game, it's not really working. Spurs? Uh, look good, but... Too reliant on Son and Kane. And I just feel like Jose, like a leopard can't change his spots. Like, no. you know, they were nicking those last minute winners, set piece goals, and he was almost taking pride in that. But I'm thinking at some stage, you've got to go out and, and like, if you're going to win the title, you've got to comfortably beat teams because otherwise variance, like luck of bounces, finishing, like, you know, it is hard in this league to keep winning one nil. And they've sat back and they've, you know, a lot of late goals now have been conceded. Yeah. 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 They've, they've, uh, yeah, I guess when you when you dance with the devil. Yeah, Fulham, Wolves, uh, Palace. But look, that, that was a good win last week against Sheffield United. But Spurs will just be consistent and there. But I don't think they're any title threat. I don't think um, they are. I think they'll be about eight to 12 points off the top. Yeah. And then last three quickly, Everton. Uh, it's just surprised that they've had so much staying power so far. I yeah, they would have the, uh, fallen off. The project's moving in the right direction. We talk about projects. Like I think there's so many football fans, or it's like the football index community. There's no patience anymore in any sport. It's instant results. But yeah. the Ancelotti project is moving in the right direction. They were quite good at the back end of last season. Um, and yeah, things things should continue. Mm. I think they'll be top seven. Mm. Top six, top seven, yeah. yeah. West Ham, good signings. Look Credit really to good. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, Antonio Solid. looks. Antonio has got, I think, something like seventeen goals in his last twenty-eight starts. He's another he actually, one. Like, was United. he on fire the back end of last he was, season? Yeah, so he, he basically yeah, did. Like, he's yeah, done yeah. the like twenty twenty where he was yeah. amazing, and he's carried yeah. that on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking like, do you just take him to the Euros? No, no. But like, think about it, right? Eighty minutes in, you need a goal, and you've got a player who realistically there isn't like that to defend against mm. it's kind of like when we took peter crouch to the euros like did you see that um, did, that did you see ricardo though? Pereira bounce off him he oh, is yeah. a mo- he is so strong it's ridiculous yeah. and yeah, uh, the pace and power it's is and like technically surprised me a little bit he looks like he's improved quite a bit technically as well yeah um and makes excellent runs his running power in terms of like running those channels is just just remarkable i'm not saying take him to the euros but like i do wonder if you know, you had that mm, top mm, type mm, of weapon, that type mm. of artillery, artillery off the bench. It would be pretty useful. Shame you can't take about 17 forwards. And final one for you, Chelsea. Question is, they've got Luton and Wolves coming up. 1.17, 1.64 in terms of uh, odds. Um, two winnable games. I mean, Wolves have actually been terrible since Jimenez went out injured. Uh, although the first game he went out injured, they beat Arsenal. But I think that was a bit of a full stall. And they've gone on to lose some, some bad games since They're linked then. to anyway, and Jose, aren't they? From yes, and Diego Costa. Linked-ish. Yeah. Um, Ish. But do you think Lampard, do they believe, apart from Mason Mount, do the players, has he lost the dressing room now? Can he actually turn it around? I'm very doubtful now, to be honest. I don't know if he's lost the dressing room. But oh, like... you're, still, you're still seeing signs from them that, you know. <sighs> you know so I, I think he takes a lot of the blame, right? But... He hasn't. He hasn't made these signings. A lot of them. And is he not? Well, I don't know. Like they've got no, like a you, pretty, you they've, right. got, they've got a stack technical department, right? Yeah. Who who have made a lot of these signings? And you know, Abramovich gets his 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 fingers. But in surely there as well. he would have to have green. You know, give them the green light. Yeah, sure. Oh. But like, it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like well, look, these are the players I want, and they're like, well, we could go get higher adverts. He's not going to say no, is he? 
Look, not, I think Kai not, Havertz was. It's not his job to no, build I, the, the team, right? But I like, think that was. I think that was opportun, opportunistic. But I they all were. Havertz, they all but I don't were. think Werner They've, was. It's kind of well. They made uh, an action to go after him once the Liverpool situation floundered. Yeah, and, but and like I, I think they just looked at me like who, who are the top players under twenty seven that we can buy. And then they didn't find a centre back who who kind of fit that mould, and they went for Thiago Silva. I just i I can't help but look at like just how badly this team's been put together. But I don't see any pattern of play. I don't see any consistency. I don't understand the Lampard project. Like when I yeah. look at football teams and look at it from a betting perspective, I'm thinking about the project of the club. So, Ollie, there's an identity there. There was last year for me with United. It's, I know it wasn't great. And, and like Arteta even, like I, I'm not quite seeing it yet, but there's, there's little signs. Pep, Klopp, but Lampard, I don't quite yeah. know what he's trying to achieve. Yeah. I, I do think there is a bit of an Arsenal-ness there, Arsenal-ness there, where it's kind of like a lot of Chelsea fans were like, oh, you know, why aren't we playing Callum Hudson-Odoi? Why aren't we playing uh, Reese James more? Why aren't we playing uh, Pulisic more, etc.? And like with Arsenal it was kind of like why are we still playing Willian why are we playing this player and those players went out the players that came in did yeah. well with Chelsea Reese James has come back in and been awful he was awful against Chelsea he was awful in the last game he got ripped apart by mm. um, James mm. Justin and Harvey Barnes all night long and then you had Callum Hudson-Odoi who <laughs> was awful as well so I do, I do think sometimes it's kind of like as a manager like Arteta you're looking for a few players to just bail you out and he hasn't had that luck Lampard and I just he do think he's no, going to go he, isn't he he's going he's gonna to be sacked I don't know I mean obviously I like, think he's going to go I think Wendy gonna Ramos go. at Spurs Jose at Chelsea the second time like very famous uh, or clear memories I've got of where managers have lost the dressing room and it's it just doesn't turn around. Martinez at Everton, I felt like the crowd started getting on their back and they, you know, like there are times when you just think oh, it's reached its natural end. Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of looking at Callum Hudson-Odoi from a, from a um, FI perspective. Oh, I think outstanding. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, I agree. And then I was kind of like, I, I've just watched him the last few games and I'm just like, I just don't, there was no attacking pattern of play that Lampard was evoking. That I was like, yeah, go on, I'll have like. No, a few I'm almost willing to start buying Chelsea assets now, though, for the next manager. Because even if it go mm. like they've they've reached such a low price, even if it now, like if they slide for another three to six games, he's gone, and you almost can't get worse from an attacking like out, out, outfit. So, you know, I think it's quite an interesting time to buy those Chelsea players. Um, but again, I don't know quite know who first choice is going to be. I quite like Tammy. Uh, Werner just doesn't look settled. They've got a lot of options. I mean, Kai Havertz. I have to say, it's been the biggest disappointment. There's been a lot of players this year. Like I tweeted this earlier about that people know who I like. Sancho, average. Trent, poor. Greenwood, terrible. Um, who's the other one I mentioned? Mbappe, really poor. Uh, Kai Havertz, bad. There's been a lot of kind of household like young footballers that have had really bad seasons. Yeah. Mason Greenwood, but, right, just on, just on him. Yeah, go on. I've watched him quite a few times now. Yeah. He's not a right winger. Listen, he's the, the kid's eighteen, right? He he's isn't 19. big. Nineteen. He isn't big or strong enough yet to occupy. Like I saw him. No. Up, I'm, I'm a big fan of his, but I'm also neutral. And he was eaten alive by the Arsenal centre back. Uh, what's his name? Gabriel. Gabriel. When they played, because they played Rashford and um, Greenwood Split as a strikers, two up front, yeah. and Arsenal just. Oh, I mean, they won one nil, but Arsenal were in complete control defensively. And Greenwood isn't ready for that role yet. He's not. He doesn't know his game enough. So. He has to play on the wing. But again, yeah, you're right. He isn't a natural right winger. Mm. He doesn't quite have the electric pace no. to go on the outside. He doesn't have... 
the, the ability to beat a man that trickery. I mean, I do think he's going to be, and I'm convinced of it. I know ASP is as well, because we spoke about it when he was on the show. He's going to be like a vampire, like a lethal finisher. And he will specialise in getting that half a yard and getting that snapshot away. Hmm. But he's just not robust enough yet to play through the middle. So I think it's going to be some patience. But he's had a very bad year off the pitch. Yeah, which has he has. crossed yeah. over to the on, on-field performances. Yeah, I think um, a few people noted that he, he didn't even really flinch when Pogba scored. Just kind of looked like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard all sorts behind the scenes, off-the-pitch stuff. And, you know, I'm a massive believer in, in that. From an FI perspective at his price, can you go wrong? Uh, well, you can if he turns into Ravel Morrison, but I guess that's a cliched answer. I mean, I, I I don't think you can go wrong, but then I think that with a lot of footballers at the moment, get, like so many are are brilliant prices. Well, what about so, Phil Foden right now? Oh, there's a what question a magnificent from, performance that was. Yeah, I, I've just again cash got no protection in the first half, and it was just literally a free for all down the left hand side. When a <laughs> club like City has seventy percent possession and your right winger, Traore, isn't protecting yeah. cash at all. I was shocked it's a that he started. I was for disaster. That started, and yeah. he should have been brought off way quicker than he was. So I do think Foden had a very easy game, but I have no doubt Phil Foden will go on to be a world-class footballer. Yeah. And you just cannot go wrong on that prize. Wonderful FI asset. He will score well on any matrix. I, I've got no qualms about him. The only thing I've ever said is from a media perspective, is he going to be a big enough star? And I'm not a media, big enough club. Media recently, didn't he? Well, that's it. So look, things are turning, and it's the beauty of football, actually. And it's a question later we've got. I mean, football in itself is just so wonderful because what a sport that things change so quickly, and form and tactics and managers, which is why the more we chase gimmicks, short-term promotions, IPD, I'd throw in that bucket. You don't actually need that for short-term trading opportunities in a buoyant and healthy market. That's liquid. Um, even, you know, you've got people like me that are long-term traders, but if I take a position, like a long position on someone like Jaden Sancho, he has a bad year. Your short-term traders can come in and trade the, the peaks and troughs of his price, his bad performances. You know, it caters for every type of trader anyway. And there's, there's not one way to skin a cat. And I've always said you make more money by actively trading and being good at that. I just have a, a personal preference to not be an active trader on this platform and spend a lot of time on it. So I'm more of a passive trader. And again, it, it, you need everyone. I mean, you can't have a platform where assets have no underpinned backers because it's not going to attract big high net worth individuals. If players go from one pound to nine pound and yo-yo, you do need some hard money in footballers. And that's what some of the big accounts provide. So I don't quite, they just no. there's just, I just never like big, small, short term, long term traders. We're all in one community and one bucket. And with, you can make money no matter how you go about it. Mm. There you go. Side rant that. Side rant. Yeah. Uh, who's the last team? We've done it. It was Chelsea. Eighth. Yeah. Yeah. So questions questions i suppose yeah there you go yeah i mean yeah. i didn't think we had anything to talk about but we filled a bit of you time. say this every week we get on the phone and you're like oh, i don't know what we're gonna say i do need some callers soon though. i'm already missing them from last week uh but yes let me bring up the question before we get into the questions yeah reminder that you can go over to theathletic.co.uk forward slash fig if you want a subscription to the athletic and it costs you two pound 49 a month which is pretty cheap the fake yeah. question Anything bought recently? Yeah, a mat. Yeah, yeah, a mat. Um, so that's gone in the porch outside. A nice, uh, a nice doormat. <laughs> so good. 
Um, all right. Uh, I've got a question. Uh, oh, it's terrible from FIT69 in the Discord regarding you FI, re- yeah, how are you feline? Feeling very good, thanks to my bone broth. And if you want some 69, um, I will charge you a very reasonable price for it. So let's feel know. quite childish when I say that. What? FIT69. How are you feline? No. Oh, 60. <laughs> Little giggle, giggle, giggle. Yeah. Um, England squad. This is from FI Ben. Yeah. Foden, Madison, Grealish, Mount. Oof. Do you take all of them? Who do you start? I want to flip that question somewhat. Well, you, I don't have to. Got but it. where do you rank those footballers? Grealish. Yeah. Foden and Madison. Then and then Mount. Mount. Yeah. Yeah. I would swap the bottom two. I'm Grealish, you think, you Foden. Think- you think Mount is a better footballer than Madison? I do, yeah. What's yeah. he better Just, at? Um, have a look at the underlying numbers. I know I tweeted positively about Madison, but they've not been great recently. No, they're kind haven't. of a bit fortunate to get the five goals in seven games. Um, I just think Mount is a more rounded footballer. Um, mm. But Madison's growing. But there you go. Who do, uh, who do you take and do you start all of them? I mean, um, Greenish starts. You I don't say think there's really doubt about that. Is Southgate going to be willing to. to show any balls he because has to he loves Rashford and Sterling and Kane I mean <laughs> I just don't know how you don't start Grealish I just don't think he will because he's a headmaster and he likes I think there's his. one midfielder who is guaranteed to start and that's Declan Rice oh no doubt about that he's been phenomenal this season yeah he has he has quite a few haters I think from from for myself when I rated him quite highly over mm. the last uh, six to twelve months but my mm. word what a what a defensive midfielder what uh, a defensive midfielder brilliant next question uh oof. old man fi from the fig discord how are you both feeling with the potential announcement on the horizon yeah. can you play out potential scenarios and market reaction based on the sentiment towards that announcement an example mm. if the announcement adds value to long-term bets how does the market react immediately and then as things play out mm. and the, if the announcement is poor and not well received how does the market react immediately mm. and as uh, and mm. then as things play out along with any other things you can think of i'm mm. also yet to listen to the call-in show as i'm still recovering from the disappointment of missing out by literal seconds wow as a caller yeah i'm sad we never got to speak to him again that is a good question did you um did sigmund no not sigmund friend who do you have on sam, sam. friedman sf similar initials um did he map out any scenarios in terms he's of his announcement i mean i quite... mm. uh he's quite uh bullet he he likes the idea of tiered not tiered uh the threshold dividend but he yeah he didn't have any thoughts as to if it will yeah. be this. I'm almost embarrassed to, to guess. I mean, what I would say to old man is that, look, we, we oh, I probably should touch on it. We had a national newspaper article on Football Index over the weekend last Saturday, which I thought was really quite poor journalism. Um, Terrible, but, really. Uh, but that's that. And I can answer questions if any other come up on that. But, you know, if it's a bad announcement, I, I do think some extra accounts will leave. But, but what is a bad announcement? Um... Where the payouts offered in some form or another are vastly inferior to what was taken off the table with IPD. But we so know if, that that's, that's going to be the case. Well, that's not good enough, is it? But how can it not? Be, like, I understand it might be less, but if they've taken away attractive IPD payouts, I don't know how much they're paying out on that. Let's say they're paying out. Let's pluck a figure out. Can you what half a million a month? 
I mean, that no is, idea about that. That is That's low. Too. But yeah, yeah, right. So half a million a month they were paying out, right? Arbitrary figure. If they offer a new payout mechanism and people think they're only paying out 50k a month, that's a tenfold decrease. And I don't think that goes down. Sure. Well. But hang, so hang on. Let me, let, yeah. me, let me pitch it you this way. What about if it's a 300k a month payout yeah, and, no it, and it doesn't, uh, it discourages or doesn't encourage uh, recycling, which I'm presuming yeah, it won't. Absolutely. Look, I, I don't expect it to be pound for pound the same. I'm very happy for it to drop off somewhat because it's, but I'm just saying, you, you've asked me a question what could sure. be a bad announcement? To me, if it's like a tenfold decrease in the visible payouts, that just doesn't send good signals to this market. So yeah. that's a bad one. In terms of how it could be bad in its design and implementation, like, I don't really know. I'm going to just have to... Anything very gimmicky and I'm just like... I just kind of... Yeah, like, like some form of lottery dividend. Oh, God. <laughs> where, you know, you enter, um, you know, a player and it gets pulled out of a hat by, by Mike Bowen in the office. Um, and then Tom, uh, Tom gives you a call and says, you know, <laughs> your players won the Royal Rumble. Here's, here's a lottery dividend of 50 pence. You know, I, I wouldn't like that. So yeah. lottery dividends, uh, led by Mike. I've seen a few Tom. people say increase team of the month. I just don't. <sighs> team of the month isn't cutting it for me because. No. <sighs> And I don't know why. I have to say, though, I know some people might think I'm, I'm treacherous here because I've always been a threshold PB fan. I don't even mind Team of the Week. Look, I'm going to say it. I, I, I don't know if it's the answer, but I don't mind the idea of that. I think it's more instantaneous. It offers some fun, some variability in winners. I don't think it's an awful idea. So I'm thinking about that. But um, they could up Team of the Month, I guess. Um, wouldn't hate it, but, you know... But we'll have to see. I'm I'm loath to commit to what any type of announcement is going to be, really, because I, I'm happy to react to it. And if it's an, an abysmal one and very, 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 very gimmicky, then you know I can vote with my feet, can't I? Mm. So interesting times. Yes, I, but I, should, I, I I just don't know what they could do. I hope they blow me out the water, but I'm my expectations are quite low. I don't want to be blown out of the water. I just want a solid announcement, and yeah. that'll do me nicely. You know, I'm quite content. Um, so, right. Uh, this is from Fire Index Fire. What happened on Betfair today? How were those betting impacted? Now, I haven't read this. I wasn't on it today. What actually happened? Uh, you couldn't lay bets. I think. Right. So you could back, but you couldn't lay. I think so. Yeah. So that would have cost people fortunes. I mean, look, I've been I've been stung in the past where, well, I know a friend that had an open bet, and then they restricted his account and said you need to send in like proof of earnings and funds and he lost that bet it was swiped no off the table a lot of money instantly oh, just no. locked out i know people that the it, the markets have been frozen on saturday three o'clock when all the premier league games have been on and you haven't been able to exit a bet and the goal's gone in against you and you, you know you've, you've been put in a very bad position i guess that's ultimately gambling but there are a lot of uh, ricks on it i don't know what happened today and how long it was uh down for i'll read about it after the show mm. uh Question here from FI and Tonic from the Fig Discord. Talk me through your perfect air fryer meal. So I've recently learned what an air fryer is. Yeah, I um, pretty cool probably stuff. be. Uh, I don't know if you can even do this in in um, in an air fryer because I haven't got one. You That's haven't. the ironic thing about I haven't. No, although I've been singing their praises because I've read about them, but I haven't got one. So I'll probably uh, put cabbage in with miso paste. And some broccoli and air fry that. Okay. For my gut. I mean, I don't know if that would work, but... I don't know. Look, I'm not an experienced air fryer. Will you buy one? 
I don't know. Maybe. I think you should. I'm looking. I will invest in one, I think. I might do the How opposite much? of what usually happens. I'm going to wait for you and then get a review from you. And then yes. you buy it. Because usually I buy something and you just copy me. Yeah, well, I'm a plagiarist. How much is an air fryer? It's about 100 quid, I think it can set you back. Ah, it's peanuts in there, really. <laughs> worth worth for some, level. For some. Well, for no, for something that you're going to cook with for the next 10 years, it works out <laughs> for about seven pence a day to steam my miso paste and broccoli. I'll tell you another thing about PV thresholds, I'll run it quickly. Um, like, if you play in the National Lottery, right, say you got a ticket and you want to win, I don't know, you could win 10 million, you tune in. As soon as that first ball comes out, if, it's, if you've not got it, you've lost engagement with the draw. Yeah. Which is where this threshold comes in. You ju- we've just got to get something around engagement. And this is this is probably why, and I've written it in the, the newsletter, which, by the way, loads of great feedback for. Thank you very much, everyone. Please do subscribe. Uh, check out some of mine and Liam's tweets. I wrote, basically, like, Team of the Week, I get it, but isn't it still doing what most of the payouts have been doing until this point on FI, which is rewarding the best player rather than rewarding best performance? So... Why should uh, Christian Benteke scores his first hat-trick in in four years or whatever? He's got a score of 237. He gets beat by Ronaldo that evening, who scores a couple of goals uh, and gets an assist, who gets 270. Like, isn't the point of that threshold dividend and anything that comes in to add value to the whole market? And wasn't that the point of IPDs? So that if Benteke scores three goals, it doesn't matter what Ronaldo does. So why, why would Team of the Week do anything different to what we currently have? Well, because you'd have three strikers depending on the formation. So, the ch- but isn't the that char- just tier PB? Oh, is it? Well, Correct. I don't know. You tell me. I suppose it is. I never really thought about that. In your well, example, it's not quite I'm, I'm, because it's every game day. But like, oh, there know. you go. Yeah, it's not every day. I, I would look at it like over a weekend of football. If Ben, if I've got Benteke and Benteke scores a hat trick and hits a two three five, he has more chance of winning a dividend in a team of the week versus just on that match day. Right. But, but aren't, aren't we saying that that mm-hmm. could be a great performance, but if it's if there are three amazing performances that week, which there likely would be because there's however many games, he doesn't win anything. But people said that was boring on Sportstack because the price is so much yeah, better value. Yeah, but, like, uh, but there, that was like, I think we've, we've talked about this a lot with um, Dunwell when he was on the show. Like They've already got this match day thing where you can make 20, 30% every every player on or, or every game, right? Mm. So then mm. you're asking people, are you happy with 20, 30% a season mm. on a player that you can't get mm. a massive stake on? It's obviously mm. not going to work. On FI, like, it's, it's a bit different. We've got the, the original sp- big prizes that are underpinning the prices. And now we're, spoke- we're, we're... Go on, sorry. No, go on, Karen. I was going to say, now we're asking for something that's a bonus to replace in-play dividends that didn't really work in an order <sighs> system. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate Team of the Week, but... I do question that if the if the goal of the replacement from the community anyway has been that we need to add to value to as many players as possible and we need to reward good performance, which is not arbitrary compare arbitrarily compared to another performance, then is that doing it? That's the key question. Do you want each footballer to have his own game within the game? So if they play well on a weekend, they are definitely going to win some form of micro dividend do you want that or do you want more of a game element and more i guess you might call it excitement where you need to be one of the best three forwards in the game week Mm. across friday saturday sunday 
Um, I just I just also think that if you But if that you is wa- harder to manage though, by the way, this game week, because there are so many days of football yeah. Monday to Friday. And then it's and kind Sunday. of like another layer of complexity. Yes, it? that is the only issue. It's not if every league was neatly packaged into like Friday to Sunday night, you would know where you stood. But you probably have to have team of the week in the Champions League and I mean well, like so other does it, doesn't do it make if you're a market maker as well, doesn't it make your life a lot easier if it's like a threshold type thing rather than team of the week? Uh, because you're you're that. you're trading to and fro in a market within a market on every player, regardless yeah. of other players. Well, it probably does make it more straightforward. Whereas, like, if you're a market maker and you're 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 bidding and selling on Benteke, and then mm. suddenly mm. Ronaldo mm. scores, you're like, okay, wipe those mm. bids and mm. let's let's get them lower. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I don't have know. You, by the way, have you spoke to Dunwell or TC recently? Uh, I've spoken to Dunwell. Yeah. Do you ever ring TC on the phone? Uh, wait, what was that? Do you ever ring TC on the phone? TC is in uh, TC with a potato avatar. Has he got a potato avatar? The, or Moon? The Moon avatar? The guy that... Um, hang on, who am I thinking of? Who are you talking about? The guy <laughs> that is quite handsome. Oh, yeah, he's got a potato. TC. Yeah, yeah, he's got a potato, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to come back on the podcast first week of February. Is he really? I didn't actually know that, you know. That's yeah, just yeah. random. I've just put, I might give him a ring at some stage. A brilliant thread by him, actually. Uh, a really? while ago on the complexity of FI. Do you remember? You not read that no. thread? Come on, Panda. No, I don't pay a lot of attention to him. <laughs> but I might give him a ring recently. He's an interesting little character. Great, great. Any, any, <laughs> anyway. Go on, um, your, your turn. Your question. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, right. Where are we? Uh, Runner says, what on earth is the cat on the map business? I've addressed that. Ian Brodders. Uh, I like Ian. I've spoke to him on the phone, by the way. Have you? Um, Who the fuck haven't you spoken to on the phone? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, I haven't spoken to many people. Have you yeah, seen those apps? I think it's Gary Lineker's son has made yeah. that app where you can get like a fake phone number. You can call people from like another number. What, hoax them? No, but as in oh. like if you don't want to give like, you know, you're a fake, oh! you're an infamous man. Like, I don't that's... I don't go around handing out my phone number to everyone. I do. It's quite. Yeah. Lo- I'm quite. Yeah, but you're old. But you're you're old school, aren't you? I can give it. Yeah, but I give them the burner number. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> he says is Mel okay? Now, what I would say to Mel is, I thought the call last week was fabulous. Uh, I I want people to ring up and criticise and throw a challenge. So the more of that, the better. But. I think she just cut off too early before yeah, we got into our groove on We it. were trying to get um, back like get back at her and she didn't really want it. Uh yeah, not yeah. I, yeah. Uh so look, if we have another phone in again, um hopefully Mel will be back. But is she okay? I believe so, yes. Um People have asked for those every week, by the way, the phone ins, and I just say I want the novelty it. I the novelty isn't there. Will people it, call in every week? Why would we Would do- people call in every week? I guarantee you we'd get five or six callers a week and we could just have a chat and bounce off the community and listen to them. Are, are people going to continue to listen to me and you talking about miso paste? I don't know. When did um, we talk about miso paste? I have, because I said it's a fermented food and good for Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I bring around the bone broth, I'll bring you some miso paste. <laughs> um, anyway, what, your question. Um, Northern FI, biggest surprise yes. and disappointments of the Premier League so far? Biggest surprise is probably... Um, Hmm. Is he a surprise, Thomas Susek? Probably not to some, but I think he's been really good for West Ham. Biggest surprise for me, um, Emil Smith Rowe. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, but not a huge one to me. Really? Um, but well, I, I liked him. I've always liked him a lot, but I was worried about his groins. He okay. was always seen to be struggling with injuries, but yeah, I do think he's, he's really talented. He's not and I do curable. enjoy watching him. Um, 
Biggest disappointment is easy for me. It's Kai Havertz. Come with a massive, massive price tag I think and me, expectation as a whole. Chelsea, yeah, I think that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Form Cruncher says, will Phil Foden be repeating his 195 PB base against Villa or was it a one-off? Uh, look, we've discussed that a little bit in the sense that they doubled up on on poor cash. He had no protection. and he got He's been very people. good this season, mate, cash. Uh, yeah, but one on two against City at the mm, Etihad is a not tough fun. job. But he has been good. But I, I do think that base can be repeated, but not as often as maybe Form Cruncher is implying. Um, your question. Uh, Jack the Ripper from the Fig Discord. Two favorite Jack things. Jack the Ripper or Jack the Ripper? Duh, like gangster. Oh, quite urban. Like a roadman. Yeah. He's probably yeah. a roadman. Yeah, yeah, probably a roadman. Two yeah. favorite things to do whilst in lockdown from you both. Walk the dog. Mm-hmm. Listen to podcasts. That's like one thing. I'll let you name one while I think of the other. Yeah, go for walks. What the fuck else can you do these days? Uh, I enjoy sampling different espresso pods on my virtuo <laughs> coffee machine and i write down if i like them or not uh, i'm quite a big fan of having tea as well tea yeah i watch a lot of sport like even today i watched um yeah no sorry my favorite things let's be honest about this right number one is walking the dog and listening to podcasts and the second thing is just watching sport so yeah. my life hasn't changed in lo- I, i've been locked down for nine years in case people didn't realize <laughs> so nothing's changed for me um i only get out of the house once every blue moon for a social event so uh um because there's no pumping of birds anymore like in my single days so um the thing i did this morning was watched afghanistan versus ireland in the cricket in abu dhabi okay so there you go uh right i do go out the house more than that i'm not a hermit in case people, i'm a very flamboyant attractive gambler so let's not make people think i'm sitting here like a hermit in a leather chair with crusty pants watching sport all day that's, that what, isn't I, me. that's what i think no you don't with with a bag of what's it's in my left hand oh and god and then, and then right every hand. now and then you're wiping the what's it i'm hand smearing on your, on your the what's it yeah. cheese on my underpants your controller's really really the... greasy and yellow yeah greasy knobs on my controller stains all over my p- oh it's a horrible it gets to about 7am and you go back upstairs for one uh a single bed yeah single a line a single bed uh with my and you, and you rub the rest of your yellow hand what sits on the side of the bed and on the wall I, as well yeah i leak liquids down the side of the bed it's, look that's not me all right i'm just not like that i'm in the right i'm in the uh I don't know, oh, look, we're going down a tangent here. I mean, our heads have gone right. Carry on. What's the next question? Uh, <laughs> FI Jack, should Man City's goal versus Villa been disallowed? Absolutely, yeah, I yes. Think, what the I fuck think is going so. on there? I hate it's it. The, it's still the first phase of play. I don't get I just that. Don't... He was... No, I thought that was disgusting. I've never ceased to be like unimpressed with journalists and officials of sporting events no matter the sport i saw a horrendous decision today an lbw decision in the cricket even with drs i just see all sorts of horrendous stuff and yeah no it should have been disallowed um tony graham here big tone uh says if the upcoming announcement doesn't give value or reason to trade the whole market do you think it'd be beneficial for fi to offer a low level is would this improve sentiment absolutely Absolutely, tony tony's on the money as he usually is do you think tony looks like he does in that photo with grey hair and blue t-shirt okay yeah oh i know i know the one from memory that you think about maybe oh (laughs) sorry that's a fucking family guy character isn't it yeah i know but he calls himself grey tony one two three Uh, which is completely unoriginal so chances are he's an old boy because when you ever do one two three that's like a classic old boy thing, isn't it? Where you just don't know what to do. So you just stick one, two, three at the end of an initial. 
uh, uh, FI Trader Tom Panda, I'm yeah. a big fan of your frequent TikTok endorsements. So with that being said, can I run a TikTok yeah. account quoting some of the most outrageous claims that you've made over the last 50 episodes of the PandaCast? What? What's that again? Read that again. So FI Trader Tom wants to create a TikTok that follows the crazy yeah. uh, and outrageous claims that you've made over the last 50 episodes on this show. Yeah, DM me and let's set that one up together. I'm always looking for new business partners. So let's try and make some money through TikTok. Good. Yeah, but doesn't... Good, Tom. Showing a little bit of... For a laugh. Finally, someone's... Rather than Tom making mundane uh, appearances on your podcast that everyone (laughs) forgets about, he's actually using his brain, engaging himself, and looking for a side hustle. This is wonderful to see. So yeah, let's let's set that TikTok up. Reach out, Tom. Reach out. We're here. We're here. Good. Well, I'm here. I, I don't remember you being linked into that. Well, I mean, this this is my podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Well, debatable. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Uh, my question: It's August. The sun is shining. You're spending your day at Lords for day three of the Test match against India. Here we go. Cricket again. Cricket and wrestling. Here we go. Games. Bloody hell! What are you wearing? What are you drinking over the course of the day? And what are you feasting upon? Um, I love burgers. So, a burger, what's your or... what's your like perfect burger? I like the taxi driver from gb so do i do i you? was literally gonna say that i swear to you right the only thing that could improve it when we next go together oh for GBK, my word it's I'll a brilliant a, burger it's a brilliant it burger i'll bring a pot of bone i'm gonna get it tonight can... what you can get gbk oh, i'm gonna got. get a takeaway taxi driver i can't not can i now after that to gbk deliver where you are then yeah let me have a look i, I mean get... i have to really don't i yeah, it's a lovely boat. I've not had one in ages. I've not had, had one, one in yonks. Used to have one at Lakeside Shopping Centre when I used to go and have a, a date on the boardwalk. It was my go-to place. I used to dine the ladies. Gourmet Burger Kitchen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not on there. They've got a smaller menu. Ah, oh, fucking bastards. No. We've got to get through some of these questions on, in the next sorry. five minutes. I've got to go. All right? Um, now, listen. Ben uh, Curtis. Yeah, uh, what can you? Th- what do you think about a loyalty-based team of the month for lo- rewarding long-term holds? E.g., for each share a player wins, the amount paid per share is increased. At twelve months, the payout stays until shares expire. Or for every month you held shares in a team of the month player, at twelve months you get an extra payout based on how many months. So a holding bonus. A lot of mm. people have been floating that around. What do you think? Mm, gut reaction is no. Feels fiddly and a little bit clumsy so gut reaction is no but i'll i'll think about it and see if i change my mind are you a fan of it uh there's something there i just don't think it's quite that okay um, i know someone who has told me they've they've been writing a thesis on where they think if i should go they're already ten thousand mm. fifteen thousand words in good good um, well let that let that hero step I, forward at some I, stage so. yeah apparently they've got the answers he good. said to me look i think i've got the answers Good. And I believe him. I think I know who that is. Now, these, this is a question here, right, from Divi Rascal, lovely little account, um, although he tweets a lot. Uh, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but uh, GPLO, who we know, and there's also one from FBI Trader. And they all merge into one here. It's around with the Betfair FI spat ramping up. Yeah. Do you think we should retaliate? Uh, GPLO says, talking about blocking people. Uh, FBI says, when do you think FI Twitter grows up and learns the best way to deal with bullies is to report to Twitter and block? Now, what I would say about all these tweets is I think FBI Trader, to be fair, has generally nailed this on the head throughout. I mean, I've always debated whether you starve trolls of oxygen or or you try and talk them down and, and have a debate with them. And, you know, you, you make some mistakes along the road of learning about that. But 
in in the real world, in an office place, right? If there was ten percent of toxic people, I just wouldn't interact with them. Or I like in no other walk of life do you accommodate them. And I don't see why we should on Twitter. And I think the worst thing to do, as I've learned the hard way, is to reply to them and give oxygen. You know that when people are debating, I saw a screenshot the other day of Don, right, who posted his mid-price profits, and people are jumping on that thread, to, like questioning that's not real money. Is that mid-price profit? Like, worried about Don's money and Don's account. You have to be seriously unhappy in life, or have nothing better to do if you're going to sit there and obsess over other artificial Twitter accounts. You've got to block and move on. And I tell you what, until the community does. Uh, recycle themselves and does grow up, they're going to cause more harm to this platform than good. So that that's my kind of take on that. The best thing to do, if you don't want to block, is just mute. There is no point responding because even people I think want to have a decent debate and actually chat, they don't really. They're just waiting for one small mistake, one small slip up, and then they're going to turn it toxic. So yeah, report and move on. And the other, and look, and you, you can edit this out, but the geeks toy tweets that he's deleted that are doing the rounds are an absolute disgrace. I mean, if I had a successful trading exchange platform or mechanism or tool that I'd built, and it is a good one, and I'm tweeting about some of the things he's tweeting about getting personal, what is my life? If my life comes to that, I mean, I know the Panda 20 was out there, but that was like a bit tongue in cheek and not like that. But, you know, like if there's a line that you don't cross, you know, like people making up artificial claims that you're racist, like we know who've done that in the past. Well, I'd, there's a line that you don't cross. And until we flush these people out of the community and don't respond to them, then, yeah, we're not going to move forward. Mm. So that's that. Look, I think Divi Rascal, FBI, have all made valid points there. That's my rant. Yeah. Um, sorry about uh, that Matt Dix from the Fig Discord here uh, rate my cats he's got a picture of his cats here one's kind of dark that's like rate my gray. bum or rate my boobs yeah it? yeah yeah they used to be quite fun those websites ginger, um, and then a ginger and a white cat decent I'll give the the, the dark grey one like an 8 and then the ginger yeah. white one like a 6.5 yeah yeah uh, Ben Ashby Bacon FI prices which Euro 2021 squad will be most and second most valuable at the start of the tournament <laughs> it's got to be France, England's, England's will oh. be most. Yeah. I think. And France will be second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. I forgot about England. Show pony here. Which one of these is closest to your sleeping position? I'm a oh, prone very... man myself. So you've got supine or supine. Supine. And a prone position. Let as me well. have a look at where it is. Oh, I can't. I'd, on my back with the duvet covering half my face. I sleep like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> uh <laughs> I do. I do. I've got one AirPod in my right ear, my right eye looking, and my left half of my face is covered with the duvet. I'm the phantom in the bed. Um, I think if you sleep in the supine position, you're a fucking serial killer. That's the only explanation. I think Bobby mm. Axelrod, who's been cracking me up recently, actually. Axelrod's been on form. He's been on form. I might actually yeah. just get him on the podcast next week. I need a guest. Um, if you're alive and sober, it has to be prone, not having it. <laughs> if you're like, Axelrod's really turned over a new leaf in 2021. I think he's did you see? Did you see what he tweeted? Was it him that About he tweeted? About Yeah. <laughs> it's like showing a starving vulture. And then something about that. Obviously. Yeah, it's like it was. I retweeted an amazing thread, by the way. Go, go have a look at it on my profile on the market makers. Really, really, really mm, good mm, in depth. Mm, and he basically fucking hell. This is like showing a starving person a revamped Nando's menu. And I just thought, like, who thinks of that? It's just sublime comedy. Really. Very, very good. Now, 
I want to do quick. I've got to actually dash quick off. fires. No, come on. I want to do on. quick fires. Right, Soxie FI. Jesus Christ. Performance wise, which two do you expect to improve to deteriorate? Uh, which teams? I think uh, Chelsea will improve because they can't get worse, uh, even if they have a new manager. Liverpool will improve, and if I had to pick a team to deteriorate, probably Leicester because the energy levels of last season again. FI back three, Chris. One for you. Best hold in a year: Verts, Rayner, or Shirky. Verts, Rayner, or Cherky? Cherky, Verts, Rayner, in that order. Okay, I'll go Verts first. Okay. I think he, I like And then Cherky second. Ben Q with a, yeah, with, yeah. The, uh, with a tick. Here. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, Choices yeah, yeah. again. Bappe or Haaland? Haaland. Klopp or Pep? <sighs> Tough. Pep just. Okay. Bernabeu or New Camp? New Camp. Okay. I agree with all Well, those. you denounced those. All right, then. Uh, da, 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 index I agree assassin. with all of those. Okay. Oh, thank you. Index Assassin asks about Betfair issues. We've covered that. Secret diary <laughs> of a football index trader. In five years' time, who will be England's all-time leading test wicket-taker, Broad or Jimmy? Do you think it'll be beaten in our lifetime, given the... Uh, I do think it'll be beaten, because I think bodies will... Sports science will look after bodies longer, and obviously the food they eat uh, will, will keep them going longer. And I think, you know, look at how they're managing their workloads now. So I do think it'll be beat. But uh, FI Tindex, which rather Jimmy, have Jimmy. five thousand Sancho's matched at one pound or matched Jennifer Lopez on Tinder? Oh, Sancho's easily, easily. <laughs> I mean, J Lo's too old for me. <laughs> uh, oh, just this is FI back three, Chris. Just quickly, he says, do you think Dortmund regret not moving Sancho on last summer? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely, they do, and I know they would, and it's obviously affected. You know, I regret it too. Um, Fi understudy here, which yeah, with yeah. Zan clearly on the ropes at Madrid, especially with Atleti flying, could mm. who could replace him, and what would this mean both for the careers and Fi share price of for Odegaard and Rodrigo, as well as any other young Fi issued Galacticos of your choice? I mean, looks like Odegaard's going, and it could be to the Marty Reds. Yeah, it could be like second federal to um, Smith Rowe. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like Sociedad's in prime position. Arsenal, Laguna's in second, and Ajax, Ajax have been linked up as, well. There as well. Yeah, um, oh, that, that would be such a coup, wouldn't it? Jesus, it would be. Getting it would him be on loan. That would be a bit of a break, uh, a bit of a bailout as well for me. I mean, that was a terrible purchase at that time. Um, what did it? Where are we? Is that Phoenix? Phoenix here says it's the cat still on the mat, and I've already said yes. Uh, Watching some city. This is from Fi Charlie to you. You'll know this as a, a man who does a podcast which is labelled State of Play. He says watching some city matches. Pep's got Jao Cancelo uh, floating between right back and central midfield, a bit like he had Kimmich, I think, at Bayern. Anyway, for Fi purposes, would you prefer him fig to stay wide, more crosses, or drop inside more touches? From an Fi matrix point of view, uh, I completely blanked out there. Okay, don't worry. Move on. Uh, who who, who was it? Crossing. Who was the player? Who was the player? Cancelo. Cancelo. Uh, uh, probably stay out wide. With this matrix, stay out wide and start crossing more. But that's okay, just not yeah. going to be the, the case when they don't have a player. No, no. Um, Bobby Axelrod, as we've said, are you buying for the Euros now? Do you have reservations? I have to... Well, look, I, I've already got a huge amount of open bets. Um, I'll buy again after the announcement because, you know, I don't want to plant extra when I don't know the direction that it's going in. Uh, FPL audit asks about the Lion signed shirt. Nathan Lyon, uh, was it a great gesture? I think it was shithousery, to be honest. Yeah. Also, who would be the top share price of a cricket index right now? That's a good question. Um, probably Rishabh Pant, uh, the, the Indian wicketkeeper at 23. Um, 
England to face India. I'll cover that next week. Uh, any others from you? I physicos the boss here says Renato Sanchez to Liverpool and Odegaard to Arsenal. I think they'd both be very good signings. This is a good um, one. A quick yeah, fire back. Where is bloody FI round with this quick fire round? Bastard. Yeah, I mean, he's being blocked. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, Jonah at Jonah2222. Two, 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 two. Uh, stay or go? Odegaard. Oh, he's going. Messi. He's staying. Pogba. He's going for sure. Sancho. Look, if I'm leaving social media and donated 10k to charity, if Sancho doesn't come to United, I mean, that is, he's, I'm going to rub so many people's face in it when he comes. I mean, what a bet that is. He's coming. Uh, Lampard. <laughs> Lampard is an interesting one. I think they might beat Wolves and Luton and he might have a brief reprieve. Oh, I go back and forth on that. If I had to say now, uh, I'd say stay for a few more months. Okay. Arteta. Yeah, I think he'll stay for a couple more months. What do you mean? You think he'll get sacked in a couple of months? Mm, I'm just not convinced yet. Okay. Uh, it's got to be, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've got any more. Um, uh, uh, oh, here we go. F.I. McNeil, this type of question I like. Just been instructed to put gammon in the oven by the missus. I love a piece of gammon and pineapple. But all she told, but that was all she told me. Foil or no foil? No, you don't have oil on gammon, I don't believe. And you don't need foil, I think. Just grill it and stick a piece of pineapple on top of it and have a fried egg. And then do I add herb or... No, you don't want to add herb. And upper Meccano or Delict, buy both. Can't go wrong. Oh, I would say upper Meccano from an FR okay. perspective. Upper Meccano is going to Bayern Munich to see out his career. Delict has still got a big chance with Rola there if he moved to England. Okay. Answer. Right. Good. Good. Is that That's my lot. One hour, eight minutes. I'm afraid I've got other things to be doing, other babies to be kissing, other people to be shaking hands with, whatever that phrase is. So. In this COVID environment. Oh, shit. No, I won't be actually. What's the phrase? Um, I hope you won't be kissing anyone's babies. No, I won't. Let me just see what that phrase is. I might get you to cut that out, actually. No, you won't. Weird. No, no, you won't. This, nothing's shaking getting cut out of this. Hands. I can't be Shaking hands and kissing babies. Oh, here we go. Yeah, shaking hands and kissing babies. Yeah, that is Um, like you wouldn't do that in this environment. It's like when you walk around an office and do it. It's like a nice thing to do, I think, isn't it? But anyway, uh, yeah. (laughs) Who the fuck has their babies in the office? Uh, On bring bring the child to work day. (laughs) And you go around around kissing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was always known for that back in the day. (laughs) Fair enough. Social like that I was. So, right. Uh, Where can people find out more about you? At sporting underscore panda. And let's try and get some phone in. I can't keep doing this. I've got nothing to say. Right. But this this is so fun. I had a great time. You're te- you're not telling me you didn't have a good time. No, really. I just wanted no. I, I mean, look, I can talk to you on the phone. I don't need to. I mean, the questions are quite good. But... Jesus Christ, you're, mm. a, you're a bastard. I am. See you later, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you very Bye, much, community. everyone. Have a great uh, week and hope have you a lovely guys weekend. This and uh, we'll see you back next week for more Fickers Extra, the Royal Rumble, the weakest link. Thank you.